I don't know about you, but I played footy for a while. I know some footballers who can't even count to 18. We are back. It's 2019. Welcome back to, well, I don't know if it's new, definitely improved. We'll find out. Lace our podcast for 2019. I'm your host, Christopher Pepper, with the co-host, with the most, Jamie Wallace. How are you, kind sir? And more importantly, congratulations. Big news over the uh, off-season. You became a dad. I did. Thank you, Chris. How are you going? I am loving it. I've got my foot up in uh, a cast at the moment. Decided to have an Achilles reconstruction. Uh, due to a bone spur in my foot and recovering beautifully. But uh, one thing that will improve my recovery over the next couple of weeks is AFL is back. It has been back weeks in multiple formats, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But we've had some pretty big changes over the off-season, including some new logos, plenty of contact details, which we're going to give to you shortly. But, mate, I'm, I'm really excited for this season because... Uh, from what I've seen over the preseason, and we'll have a chat about that shortly, uh, there's some very exciting things and some very concerning things, uh, especially about a couple of teams. But overall, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about 2019. It's going to be exciting. New rules. Yes. Uh, yes, I think uh, Bolton's green shoots are starting to um, get up there. No, and Epps, I'm, uh, don't blow your lid too early. Don't blow your lid too early. I'll, I'll blow my lid early because um, I've liked what I've seen so far. But <laughs> we'll, we'll have a chat about that shortly. So, um, look, before we get into it, just a couple of things. Um, we've launched a new Twitter handle. So if you go to at Lace Out Podcast, you can tweet us anytime. Also, uh, our Facebook page, Lace Out Podcast. And we've also got an email address, laceoutpodcast at gmail.com. So regardless, follow us, like us emailers, questions, whoever. Uh, we've got a couple of exciting things coming up, hopefully in the next few weeks, which I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But um, based on what I've um, heard and seen today, uh, it could be pretty exciting and pretty unique. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So get onto us. Like I said, follow us on Twitter. And follow us on the Facebook page. Email us if you need to. Give us some feedback on the new uh, logo. We're pretty proud of it. It's taken a bit of a bit of a while to do it, but I think it uh, represents the flavour. We're old school with a bit of new school. Uh, but more importantly, we just love our football and I think it's going to come across nicely in the way we want to brand ourselves. And pretty much uh, the catchphrase or the slogan is it's, um, it's how you like your footy. Lace out. So, big man, what are we looking forward to this season? I'm going to start it off with you because when we had a bit of a chat, you put a bit of a plan together on what we wanted to talk about. Uh, we want more fan mm-hmm. feedback. But before we get into it, we had a lot of changes. Um, what are you excited about? Over to you. Well, you know what? I love the month of March. You know, we're coming to the part where every fan in the AFL is excited about what they are seeing coming up. Uh, The draftees have had a chance to run around. You've seen some JLT. You've seen some amazing AFLX. Like that is just, that was uh, breathtaking. (laughs) <laughs> I did chub up. When, when, I, when I saw uh, the Rages win, Rewalt Rampage take out the, uh, yeah. the Perspex X, I chubbed up. Because yep. oh, yeah, I, think, I think the most exciting thing is uh, Bailey Fritch from the D's. Two-time. I think he's the only two-time <laughs> AFLX uh, Premiership player in the entire league. And that's something that uh, when he makes his Hall of Fame speech, uh, I think that'll be uh, right up there. That'll be the main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 
Yep, that's definitely going to be splashed all over the Wikipedia page for Bailey Fritch this Oof. year. Oh, I think so. But actually, Chris, I reckon you should be in charge of updating that fan club, that Wikipedia page for him. Oh, I, the, the page wouldn't be big enough for the man love I have for him right now. <laughs> he, just, he just represents the number 31. And there's been some great names that have represented the number 31 for the Ds over the years. Uh, Ron Barassi, uh, Jack Grimes, Bailey Fritch. <laughs> there's, there's probably the one in the middle we're maybe not too sure of, but... Oh yeah. What can you do? What can you do? It's it's a new season. But yep. there's been I love What do you what do you hey, what do you think about before we get into the new rules? Because I know I've got a bit of a I'm a bit pissed off to be honest about that. But yeah, uh, WAFL women's WAFL. Yeah, AFLW. Oh, the oh, you, oh Chris, you're like jumping out of the schedule. Oh, oh, I'll, sorry. Oh, that's just further down. I just had a look at the. You're top. just rogue. Right. You're let's, just rogue. Let, let's just park that. I'll I'll let it that. You're, all right, we'll park that. We'll edit it. We'll say it again. So don't even edit it. You just rogue. Oh, we'll rogue it. What do you think? New rules. What are you looking forward to this season? What's what's caught your eye? What's uh, poked you in your eye? What? Yeah, <laughs> what's poked me in the eye? Um, wow, what's poked me in the eye? I, you know what? I'm actually loving. I'll, I will say this now because I know you're going to have a rant about it, but I actually do love the six 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 setup. Is getting back to the old days of footy when you went man oh man and you had them in the guts and then you cleared, you had a paddock and you had your forwards and you had your backs and there was none of this bloody swinging men left and right behind the ball, pushing the wings up into the centres, pushing. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It yeah, would make what? a difference. Yeah, what? Of the, of the teams who are the best. I love it too. Yeah. What are you going to say? I, I like it. You love it? I like it a lot. <laughs> I like, I like, good, isn't it? I like the number of the beast. I love the bit of Iron yep. Maiden and uh, the six six six. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I did. I wasn't a big fan. I remember we spoke about this sort of like last year off the record when a number of the things were being floated. And I'm going, oh, this is absolute bullshit starting positions. But when yeah. you see that it's four on four in the middle, yeah. if you've yeah. got a dominant ruckman and some decent, yeah. was, you're going to stream that ball out so quick. It's not funny, and you know you, there's not going to be anyone coming off the back of the square to clob you. Yeah, I'm a big yep. fan of it. No, I, I'm, I'm, I really do have uh, some man love. There's a lot of things I don't agree with. Um, mm. we'll get to that shortly. But the six 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 out of everything so far, yeah, really impressed how, and more importantly, the scoring's up as well. Yep, it's it's great, and you're getting people who, if you can fly and take a mark, mm-hmm. you're with a big chance. And if you're a crummer, you're going to a big chance. You know, haven't got, you haven't got fourteen people in the back line, eighteen people in the back line at the. You know, what's going to make it interesting for me? I don't know about you, but I'm really excited to see a close game Yep. with a team down by a goal with 30 seconds to go. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they know that they've just as got an equal t- a chance as the people that are in front to get it out. That's yeah. exciting. That's, that's without, yep. and forwards know that it's only going to be six, six on six and not having 18, uh, sorry, 16 other players floating down to the forward line. Yeah. I love it. Yep. I, I really am excited by it. And, some of the and it sort of it brings back some of that old school, you know, the old school, you know, big tall forwards, big tall centre, big tall back. Oh, it's yeah. bringing those men um, back into the game as a dominant power. Oh, because, yeah. you know, before that you had your big 200 centimetre full forward, but you'd have 15 men crunching him when he's going for a mark. Where now, yeah. there's no opportunity to do that. You don't get a chance to get back and, and stop the big mark. You know what you're going to see? You're going to see lots of run-ons. You're going to yep. see teams who have dominant ruckmen exactly do that. So, you know, yeah. Port Adelaide with Dixon, Melbourne Gorn, 
Grundy, Stephen yeah. Martin. Yeah, yeah Paddy Ryder. Paddy Ryder. Tap, tap oh, did you say Paddy Ryder? Who did I say? No, he said Dixon. Oh, He's our forward. Same thing. Um, same thing. Yeah, Bruce. Uh, yep. you know, it's There's teams that are, are going to really... Ju- oh, uh, Lysette as well, too, is with your mob as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Perth, when, imagine um, when Big Nick Knack, Paddy Wack, decides to, to come back. How much yep. is going to be there? Even if you have yep. a look at Fremantle, are going to have a uh, lob in the middle. Yeah. The teams who've got the big, big men who can jump it and not just jump it, be able to palm it down. Mm-hmm. Th- those midfielders are thinking that they're at the, uh, the Sizzler buffet all you can eat. Yeah. Because they will be just, you know, I'm just looking at it now and I can't wait to round one. We're going to round one together. We're going MCC, so make sure you wear a collar. We have been promising it for years, folks, but we're going to go to the MCC <laughs> together in collars. I will be on crutches. But we'll be going uh, to watch the first game, Melbourne versus Port Adelaide. There'll be a, there'll be a massive update about that. Uh, but that's just going to be awesome seeing uh, yep. Paddy Ryder against Gorn, two prolific midfields. If that doesn't get Do the, if that doesn't get the juice flowing, I better uh, I better put it out now. That is uh, the wife's birthday that day. So I'm just saying it now, announcing it. There are no kick-ons after the game. There are no kick. Trust me, there will be not. There will be no kick-ons because I'm going to have to get home somehow. Because uh, <laughs> I won't be able to drive. So big Trev's going to have to drive me. Shout out to my dad. Uh, or the love machine's going to have to give me a lift. But I'll, I'll be I'll doing enough. I'll be doing enough kicking on that the cr- the, cr- the clutches the crutches could be <laughs> irrelevant by the fourth quarter, regardless of which way the game goes. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I've managed to get that one off, and because I think I'm glad you brought this MCC thing up with Port Adelaide and Melbourne a home game because the last time we played round one home game for Melbourne was um 2013 when you promised me uh, an MCC appearance and then you cancelled on me on the morning of. Well, there was something that happened unfortunately that day. It was called Easter Sunday. And uh, yeah. my family, when it comes to Easter, that's one of the three times that we all get together. And mate, there was Easter egg hunt. I couldn't miss the Easter <laughs> egg hunt. Those Capri cream eggs, you've got to get in early. Otherwise, they go quick. I just want to know, is that what's, what's it like? like? You know, I got I was shattered. MCC promised all, all Christmas, over Christmas time, promised every day. <laughs> shattered. Well, shattered. You will not be let down this time. I guarantee that. Guarantee okay. you will not be let down. Um, but like I said, make sure Good. you wear a collar. That's all you need to worry about. Um, now, I will say something, though. Uh, we don't have cheese platters, but I think on the weekend, I actually saw a cheese platter at a Port Adelaide <laughs> game. And I think there's photographic evidence to prove that. I'll put that on the Facebook page, everybody. Uh, just search for Lace Out Podcast. Um, I think you did have a cheese platter and it was a multi-tiered cheese platter. I think it was more of a, um, uh, a high tea <laughs> for Port Adelaide. I'm pretty sure it would have been just, it would have been just like the standard blocks of Woolworths, Coon Cheese, Kraft Singles. Nothing special. You guys have the fancy stuff. Figs, oh, yeah. Cabot Bear. Yeah, you you have well, you do have figs. You steal them off the neighbours and put them on the plate. Um, the last time you guys were at a, the last time there was a three course meal out at Alberton, I think was on uh, day release. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I think footy this year is going to be is going to be awesome. Some of the, like I said, the changes that they brought in, yep. fantastic. Some of the ones I didn't get too excited about. Um, the, the, how weird is it looking at people just deciding I'm just going to run out of the square? Without mm. it to themselves. Yeah. Uh, that's 
lost me. I don't get it. Is there is there a limit to how far they can run out? Uh, I got 15 meters still. It's 15 okay. meters before you can take a bounce. That's no difference. So you can just sprint off. You can sprint off. But I think the good thing is, is that you can see now people just taking off and getting it to almost a center wing. Yeah, but the kick. Definitely opening up the game there. I, I, I do like it. I just think the aesthetics is a bit weird. Yeah. What's uh, the point of having the square now? I asked that to um, potentially one of our uh, surprise guests today. And yep. he, he was like, what, you don't have to kick it to yourself anymore? I went, no. Yeah. Well, I don't know then. I think the only thing is for somewhere for the forward to stand. <laughs> really, that's only somewhere for the full forward to stand. Yeah. And um, if they take a mark in that realm, they go straight on. Outside of that, there's, it doesn't have any impact on the fullback whatsoever. Yeah. It's going to look dumb. It just looks, it looks weird. I think give it a few weeks, yeah. we'll get used to it. Uh, what did you think about the, um, the 50 into the 50 rule? Yeah, I, yeah, the, I, I, I don't like. I get why they're doing it, and I know we're going to talk about it later on a bit more about about some of the hot topics. Um, look, in theory, the, the in theory the rule it makes sense. You, you need to clear, you know, move on faster, get the play moving, much like the fifteen meter run out. It clears packs, it clears zones. Uh, so in theory, I like the rule. How about you? <laughs> I get it. It's just. Yeah. I think the one that, that if players are switched on, they'll they'll pick it up. I know that Jack Rewalt did it a couple of times. I know Tom McDonald had one. Sean yep. Higgins apparently was told a couple of times, move, move, move. And I think just out of normality and what they're used to, he just took off the, mm. the mark down the ground and got stung. I think yep. I think what what I can see players taking advantage of it. And I saw um, Jack Rewalt do it on the weekend where he was in front of Frawley. Probably was taken yep. off and slowed all the way down so he would catch up and then said, hey, 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 look, he's in my space, in my space. Yeah. Give another 50. So players will take advantage of it. And that's the thing yep. I don't like because, yep. you know, 50 metres is enough, but 100 metres is out of control. Um, yep. I think the thing that's really pissed me off, though, is that the umpire, they haven't worked out, okay, so if the guy takes off, where do they mark the 50 if the guy can't, who sets it? Is it the guy, the, third, the umpire down the ground in the forward line or is it the other one who's marking the 50? And they still well, I'd love to know, and because well, the umpires would have to be lightning quick. Yeah, and they haven't worked it out yet because the down the no. ground umpire is seeing is the fullback holding onto the full forward. Is yeah. there stuff going on? He's got his eye there. If he takes his yeah. eye off, things can happen. And to say mm. that, oh, that's a work in progress. Well, the season starts next week. Yeah. So, are we going to go in with a another one of these under interpretation type of rules? Yeah. Or and it's going to change every week. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not too crash on it. And I think that. You trial it in two games. If it's not ready, you don't roll it out. Yeah. And because uh, the thing as well, I saw a couple of times on, on the weekend is the person who, who was rewarded the 50 would then run into the person who was trying to just run with them, you know, like the, like, like the, the defender. Yep. And then cause the other 50 to be put out on top of it. So 100 meter. So it's a crazy rule. I, I agree. It's, it's, it's not, hang on, it's not a crazy rule, but AFL players um, need to be smarter. They do need to be get out. Just get out of the zone. Get out of the area and let someone down the ground take the take, take the take the mark. Oh, sorry, send on the mark. So here's something to let you know. So between 2014, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, in five years, mm-hmm. been 18 rule changes or interpretation changes made. Yep. In one of those years, there was nothing done. So four out of the five years has been 18 changes. 
I don't know about you, but I played footy for a while. I know some footballers who can't even count to 18. To have yeah. 18 changes in that time frame and to try and um, embrace them all and understand that, because a lot of them are nuances. Yeah. And a lot of them don't have black and white. That's tough. And I think the AFL, they, they really need to pull, pull it back. Uh, cricket, what's changed in cricket over the last five years? I, I don't think all that much. Soccer no. never changes, and that's the biggest sport in the world. I heard yeah. today that baseball are looking at increasing their pitching distance from 60 feet and six inches, I think it is, to 62 feet and six inches because there's too many strikeouts and not enough home runs. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't it, it's, it's a little bit like the AFL. We're changing the rules for the aesthetic of the game, but it's making it harder for the players to play. And, you know, we have a look at um, uh, Stephen, Ho- Stephen Hawking. That's right, isn't it? Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah, AFL, yeah. Yeah, yep. Stephen Hawking. And, and his ru- reasons for changing these things, and they don't even make sense because he's saying he, they're doing it for the fans and the fans mm-hmm. want. I don't have many conversations where I've gone and like, oh, how are you going today? Mate, I'm great, but let me tell you what I want when AFL. I really want the guy who's been given a 50 metres to be given a true 50 metres and not have that guy running next to him because if he does, he's entitled to another. I've really wanted that for years. I haven't heard that at all. Um, yeah, but it's all part of making the game faster because the game was so slowed down with all the webs and the systems and structures put in place. But you know what? That's... That's like human nature, human beings. It's evolution. Mm. And so I can tell you now, the smart coaches will work this around. They'll work a way oh, around sure. this. They will. Sure. So what are they going to do? Change it again? Yeah. They slowed the game down. Yeah. And then they've made it faster again. So yeah. what do you want? You can't have your cake and eat it too. They but want the being... Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm pissed with that. Like another thing, the runners on the field. When was the last time you actually sat next to someone and gone, fuck me? <laughs> Joe Blow's been out on the field for 16 minutes today. Have you noticed that? Yeah. No one gives you shit. The umpires do. The reason why this all, I reckon, in a way, came up was because of when um, the Collingwood runner, Collingwood runner ran into his own player in the grand final just before halftime. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. When he turned it around? Uh, oh, no, I because I, I was my wife was on the catch crying at that point. Pardon? Oh, you were on the couch? My wife crying. was on the couch. My wife oh, was. Uh, pregnant wife on the couch. <laughs> and team losing the grand fold are not a good thing. But no. I don't think it's going to look... I think it, yeah, I have been listening to like Luke Beveridge, Luke Hodge, who have said it is going to make it harder on younger teams. And I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might not be that what they're doing wrong. It might be just sometimes to give that encouragement. I know Jordan Lewis was saying that last night on AFL 360. And I agree wholeheartedly. I know when, yeah. when I was a younger player playing senior football against you know, grown men, besides getting the crap kicked out of me, you sometimes didn't know what you would need to do because junior football is completely different to, to senior football in so many different facets. And then you take yeah. that now to AFL. I'm only talking like, like Essendon District League here. I'm not talking AFL. Mm. I, it's such a big difference. And knowing where to stand and what to do, et cetera, to try and figure out you know, where do I go because of the structures, sometimes they just need that guidance. But do you so think, though, really with the introduction of the 666 yeah. now makes it easier on those teams to understand that the structure, there's not, there's not as many as crazy structures as there once was. So for younger yeah. players, that works because they've come from the under-18s competition, which have yeah. been used to the 666 structure, that it makes sense for them. Yeah, I think that was, I think it's all everything else that's, that can cause, cause the issues. I think one of the things yeah. that, um, I know they can only go out after a goal's been kicked. Yeah, 
with the 666, based on what you've seen over the weekends, there's mm. been a lot more rapid, um, rapid scoring. Yeah. I think what's sort of, you know, the, the almost go-to argument was, well, in the grand final last year, there was a 20 yep. period with no goals being kicked. Yeah. But we need to send the messages out. And look, I agree with that. But I do think that if teams get run-ons, well, every time that they get a run-on, you can go out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things we haven't had enough of, uh, as I would say, sample size. Yeah. To see what it's going to be like. But I'm, I'm pretty encouraged that I think the 666 will make a difference. And like I said, every time there's a goal kick, you can go out and run there. And if, you know, the D's kick 10 in a quarter against Port Adelaide or Port Adelaide kick 10 against us or whoever, there's going to be or the D's, or the D's don't kick a, kick a goal for the first half in a... In, in a, a final. final? Yeah, look, that was last season. We really wanted to park that one. Um, I think what you we guys were, could do with a couple of runners on the ground. Oh, shit. Oh, a couple of runners. Yep. Um, preferably a couple <laughs> of players too. I think they were just, look, watching that game, I think we were just absolutely cooked. We spent so much energy physically and mentally to get to that point. Peps, Peps, it's okay. It's okay. It's last season. We've got a new season. <laughs> but we got smashed. <laughs> I think at one stage halfway through the first quarter I ended up throwing the PlayStation on <laughs> or, or watching Making of a Murderer for the second time because that was actually more enjoyable than the other murder that was happening on Channel 7 <laughs> watching it as, a, as, as more, like, more like a planning movie like getting ideas oh no no I, look I just oh, look they, they they came back in the second half but it, it was it was all over yeah um, anything about the rule changes anything else um Look, the runners on the field, I'm okay with. AFLW, look, it's not a rule change. Yep. Look, you know what? Good on them for having a go. I just think yep. the whole conference system that they've set up, what a complete balls up that's been. There's going mm-hmm. to be a situation where a team that misses out is going to win more games than any of the teams in another conference. Yep. And that's, that's a mess up. And that potentially, I know Melbourne have had five wins. They go in this week, or they've had four wins going into five, and I think the highest number of wins in the other division is yeah. three. So they've got a superior wow. percentage and could end up on the same amount of points. But because of the way it's set up, yeah, that's been a balls up. And so I'm not too happy with that. Um, yep. Three years in, look, ha- look, the women are having a crack. There's so many injuries, though. I don't know how many injuries. It seems to be someone doing their knee every week. Yeah. Someone getting concussed every week. Yeah. Is, is it right? Should they be playing it? Are their bodies built for this game? I don't even think you know, men are built for this game. Mm. Look how much weight we need to put on. I don't think women are built for it. Yeah. Um, look, this is, not, this is not, you know, equality or anything on those lines. It's just fact. Like there's just, yeah. you log on today and there's another free metal person's done their knee. There was a, a Melbourne player did their knee before the first game. Like it, there just seems to be a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's, it's a good initiative at the moment, but the talent isn't deep enough at the moment. No. So the product isn't that great to watch on telly. And I don't care if it's, it's not a, it's not a knock on females in sports, not a knock on being sexist. It's just, it's just not a good product to watch at the moment. It's just, fat. but it's not saying it can't get better. It, yeah. can, it can get definitely get better. Cause there are some young, young, young up and comers who are going to be superstars in the AFLW. But at the moment, it's just not a great few, product. Yeah, the few and far. You probably got maybe five players on every team, five to six who can play. Yeah, and you know, it, it doesn't save much for the competition at the moment, where people can come off basketball, 
courts from the US like Aaron Phillips and then go straight onto a football team and dominate. Yeah. You know, a lot of these people that come from suburban grounds, like there's not mm-hmm. even a second tier. Like at least there's yeah. a second tier with the AFL. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, I think it's a... It's, yeah, it's probably I, a 10-year It's a ten year build, I reckon, because oh. AFLW is being played a lot more and now in the suburb um, grounds and there's more uh, women teamed, which is fantastic yep. and the participation is amazing. Um, but at the moment, it's just too raw to... Um, to keep pushing it down at the moment, pushing it down our throats. And I think that's the thing too. It's being a little bit forced. You don't have to pay for it either. You can just turn up and watch it. That's why the crowds are good. So I'll ask you a quick question. What would you prefer to watch? The Gold Coast Suns, who are the worst team in the AFL by far, or the best mm-hmm. women's football team, which would probably be at the moment Adelaide. What would you prefer to go uh, and watch? Suns still, because they're still going to kick a good score and I like the product. So I think I think that's the thing is that they sh- and also the fact that you know it's it's a weird way that they've set it up. I think there's only six rounds, so mm. they mustn't play each team twice. No, is it still on? Yeah, I think it's the last, still- last round coming up this week. So when we okay. come, when we come back next week um, to to give our ladders and uh, a bit of a, a, a prediction, and I think we'll have a bit of a prediction in a moment. But when we have a look at our ladders and so forth. Um, mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll be knowing he's heading into the finals. So, you know, a couple of teams have to win this week. I think Melbourne play Adelaide to yep. get a finals berth. I think North Melbourne yep. need to win to, to keep their spot. So it's really, yep. really tight at that, that top part. But, um, yeah, it's over in a couple of weeks' time and then the, and then the big stuff starts. Okay. Um, what was I going to ask? Uh, so, are you got any predictions this season? Predictions, predictions, predictions. Um, yeah, I, I reckon this is this is this is this is my prediction. Carlton will finish in the top ten. Yeah, this I agree. Season. I agree. And Hawthorne will not finish in the top eight. I, I know we'll do our ladder next yep. week, but that's that that that's just two out there. So who'd you say wouldn't finish in the top eight? Hawthorne won't finish in the top eight. Yeah, I agree. I haven't got I them in my top eight. I haven't got them in my top eight. Yep. I haven't. I don't reckon they will. Uh, and you reckon Carlton will finish where? In the top 10 or 10? the top 10. Yep, 10 up. Oof, jeez. You know, yep, that's my the, if they had the wild card weekend, they, they'd be... Look, I must, <laughs> look, you know what? Funny enough, I don't mind the wild card weekend. I'm th- really? I'm, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Oh. Yeah, I don't because the top eight is still going to get that week off. It's just those bottom two teams. Oh well, if they do yeah. the top seven, so yeah, the top seven. Yeah, then I don't agree with it. I think that if you're mm. top eight, it stays top eight, and then another yeah. four teams. But then you're going to have twelve out of eighteen teams potentially playing finals, and it shouldn't be that way. No, and, and and it's already geared now with the changes of the top eight and stuff like that to really give an advantage now to all to, to the bottom the bottom four of the eighth who yeah, made but, through. But I wouldn't mind someone like let's just say if if Essendon, sorry if Carlton and let's just say Brisbane were those two teams, it'd be nice to yep. see them have that sort of finals, almost a taste of finals football before the no. game starts because they'd get smashed I, the week after. But you I just don't know. 
Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it sells short of the teams like the buy before the finals. It sells short the teams who finished top four and earned that spot. Yeah, and no, I see. I like I like the the week between. I really do. do like, yeah, I do because it gives you're going to have the best teams playing the best players at the right time. A couple of years ago, when the doggies won the won their premiership, there was a couple of their players that if they went straight into the week after, they wouldn't have mm. won the flag because of just. But they gave them that extra week to recover. And you look what happened. I, I, I actually don't mind it. And funny enough, the build-up is kind of sexy as well too. Like you got that week off, you can go and spend some yeah. time with the Dale and the family, do whatever you need because you know that they're not going to see you for the next four weeks. So it gives you a chance <laughs> to get the brownie points back as well too. Um, yep. But I, I, I like it. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really buoyant on Carlton, really mm-hmm. buoyant on Brisbane. Um, just after watching yep. them, they were quick on the weekend. Really good. Yeah, Brisbane were good. They were good. Really liked them. Um, I think your mob weren't looking too shabby either, Port Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, West Coast just look ominous as usual. Uh, yep. Richmond are just doing what they need to do. Adelaide look like they've got a bit of their form back. Uh, yep. I think my mob were just happy to get through the JLT series. Um, they yeah. had two losses, but uh, Collingwood, not too sure. GWS, yeah. not too sure. Sydney, well, see, they're one team that's going to probably benefit from Buddy Franklin being almost one out in the square. But who's the ruck? Who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah. They're going to be going down. I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not huge on them. I mean, they got a good. They got a good midfield, but it's an aging midfield. They have. And it's all going to be about speed coming out of the middle this year. I just think that the way that they play that home ground, it's completely different. They've got 11 games up there. Oh, I think it is. Can you imagine they'd be getting kick goals kicked from the center square now at the already- SCG? They already do. Go, go, have a look when Plugger, <laughs> go have a look when Plugger in 1999 um, beat them, beat Essendon by a point to make that grand final. Have a look. At, he was in the centre square when he kicked that. Yeah. Well, I've seen Buddy do it. No. Turn and just kick it on his left. I've seen Buddy kick it from the Bay 13 snack bar. He is that good. It's not funny. <laughs> um, my big slider for next year, well, I have two, Hawthorne being one yeah. of them. I think in Geelong are going to slide big time. I really yep. do. I don't. I just think that there's too much reliance on danger. Ablett's mm-hmm. 35. Um, mm-hmm. Between him and Tomahawk, they got rid of Daniel Menzel. What did he kick? How many goals last year? Was it close to 40? Mm-hmm. Kick 40. So they're going to have to find 40 goals from someone. Yep. Um, Dane, I remember no, they got they got Ablett. He's the new Gary Ablett senior. Yeah. Good luck with that. Up in the four now. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yep. He's again, and um, look, I, I don't think, you know, just a special mention to uh, one of our favourites out there in the, the lace-out world, uh, Tommy Crawford. Mate, St Kilda are poo. <laughs> They're still going to be poo. And yep. they are going to be, like, they are borderline to be finishing bottom. Yep. Like, there's more, future at, there's more future at Gold Coast than St Kilda. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just think for that. Sure. And poor, poor blokes have... Uh, Paddy McCartan's gone down, unfortunately, with another concussion. I, mm-hmm. Look, I think you've had your concussions from your cycling days. I've had a yep. few from Woody and, you know, mate, they're no good. But when you're copying, what's he had? Eight in five years or something. That's, yeah. when's enough enough? I think the Bulldogs was it, struggle again. Was it he, was it, was it, was, I'm just trying to think, who's going to come out soon with a press conference and they're thinking it might be all over for him. It could be young. Is it Pat, is it, is it him from St. Kilda? Well, it's got to be him or Dylan Robertson. Well, he's another one who's got a heart, a heart issue. 
Right. Okay. Like he's got a heart issue. What's he going to do? Like, yeah. You know, I know it's, I know it's what you dream of, you know, when you're a little boy to play AFL football, but you know, dreams are no good when you're dead. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's only a sport at the end of the day. It's only a sport at the end of the day. There's a lot more things to, than sport than, you know, having kids. We've both got kids now and it's probably the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Well, except when Melbourne win a grand final, they'll go back on the back burner, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll love them again, maybe in a week or two, but, but yeah. Um, I do know one thing though. <laughs> My prediction this year is that that Western Bulldog jumper yeah. is still not as bad as your Port Adelaide jumper from with the silver in it. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play that game. You know, I'm going to draw, I'm going to draw two on you. Yeah. I'm going to say surely Hawthorne's Power Ranger jumper oh, yeah. and Geelong yeah. wearing T-shirts oh. in the preseason games. That is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen. Isn't that, isn't that just like you look at it twice and go, what were they thinking? Like they oh. actually think people are going to go out and buy those things. Imagine being a yep. player putting this thing on and looking over your teammate going, oh, how shit do we look? How <laughs> <laughs> shit do we look? Are we playing football or soccer here? Like, yeah, that's they're, terrible. They're average, but you know the, the thing is, like that jumpers, the Western Bulldog one. It's for one day. But I'll say, yeah, it's like, terrible. It's it's terrible. But this is oh, do you know one other thing that's pissed me off too? By the way, here's my other here's my other prediction. <laughs> Team sponsor logos are actually going to take up a majority of the jumper by the end of the year. Do those things seem to be growing bigger and bigger every season? Well, maybe when you're good, you've got a big sponsor. I don't know. Have a look at have a look at and listeners have a look at the size of the logo on the the chest next to the AFL, and just look up okay. some photos. They are huge. It's it is it's disgusting, and yep. I just think that you know when's enough enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and what look, we do pick on American sport to a degree, but I love the tradition that they have. Yeah. If, if you have a look at. Uh, NBA, mm-hmm. NFL, uh, NHL, and Major League Baseball, right? Four yep. big sports. Yep. The only one, um, I believe, the only one who has advertising on their uniforms at all mm-hmm. is basketball. And basketballs is in the top left-hand corner of, or top right looking forward, and it has to be a certain size. Yeah. It just looks classy. Yeah, ours just look like you know someone clipped all the coupons out of a chemist warehouse catalog and just threw them all over the joint. It's just it's it's out of control. Yep. And then I know the Bulldogs have obviously done this for money. Yeah, are they going to sell their soul soon? Like I just think that jumper well, shit. But at least it's for one game. Yours was shit. I know, but you ki- I know but you're kicking off. <laughs> get stuffed. You're kicking off the uh, you're kicking off the season for the Bulldogs, which have had a pretty rough couple of you know. A, a rough period yeah, they've, they've had coming a really, off the back of the grand final. Yeah, they've had a really rough period of winning a flag. Oh, you know what I mean, though? Straight after that, nothing. Who cares? Um, they won a flag. Who cares? The, <laughs> the, if you were either of us, one, you wouldn't care. Oh, no, it's only it's one. round one. Round that's one, a, you want to have your traditional colours. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It is what it is. If they win yep. by 15 goals, you're not going to care. And if you lose, they're going to ask where Thor was. Well, look, put it this way. Nothing will ever be as bad as when St. Kilda was sponsored by Pure Milk and wore the yellow. <laughs> the yellow. yellow. <laughs> was there yellow on their backs? 
Yellow was everywhere and it had the black cross on them, but the yellow, yellow panel. I think it was yellow on their back to match the streak. Yeah. <laughs> that one's for you, Tommy. Um, um, yeah. Um, I'm, oh yeah I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. I think the season's going to be massive. Um, yep. I've got my ladder. I've got my premiers. The premiers. I haven't put the, actually, I've got my mark for premiers. Uh, yep. First coach to be sacked. I think that's unanimous. Yeah. It'll be Alan Richardson from St Kilda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's unanimous, and you know what? I feel sorry for the bloke in it, but they're, they're putrid, St Kilda. Yeah. Um, th- Whilst they, we're still in the new section, Peps. Yep. Twilight Grand Final. Ooh. It's um, back on again, again. So can, can I just can I just ask you a question? How many yep, conversations sure. have you had with your bikey group, with your bikey mates? Yep. Or your mates around the barbecue, or, or even maybe the obstetrician as uh, your wife was in labour. Did you say, <laughs> hey, so um, are you like me and in favour of a Twilight Grand Final? Because that's the message coming out of the AFL is that people want a Twilight or a Night Grand Final. But don't they run a poll at the end of every year and it's unanimous where people say, keep it daytime? Yeah. That's I, ridiculous. I, I, want a, I want a day grand final. Twilight, I, Twilight would be bearable. I don't want a night one. Twilight yeah. would be bearable if it was like a four twenty start. Yeah, but, but you know, you, you speak to people. It's even local grand finals, like local footy, etc. That two thirty, yeah. that's the thing that I really miss. That two thirty Saturday grand mm. final, perfect. Even even Jordan Lewis said it on the other day. Play daytime. It's different. Condi- yeah. it's different conditions in the daytime. Yeah, I love it. I love day footy. I was I, I and from a purest footy point of view, I love I love daytime grand final. From a entertainment point of view, I love night grand final. Oh, I watch Super Bowl. I watch yeah. all that, and I go, it just looks so much better under under candle power. I, I I get that, but there's a little bit of a difference though. So when the NFL do it, they'll get Beyonce or Coldplay or Bruno Mars. Um, and have fireworks that last for 20 minutes. Yeah, but imagine, imagine. We, we, we send Gillian McLaughlin, sends Andrew Demetrio up to the Fishwick in Canberra to go and get back a couple of ute loads of fireworks to throw up. Um, and we'll have about 15 people dancing um, to some second-rate act that yeah. hasn't had a hit in goodness knows how many years. So based on that trend, I think Steps... We'll be playing at this year's grand final. Yeah. Um, maybe the Venga boys. Yeah. Um, but my, my, my tip would be, I think Coolio will be coming out to sing Gangster's Paradise at night. Just for Ooh, the younger generation. Coolio. Yeah, just for the younger generation. It's bullshit, mate. You can put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. If the entertainment's woeful, it isn't going to make a difference. All right. So I'm going to set the scene here. I want you to close your eyes, Peps. You're in the grand final. Mm-hmm. It's a nighttime grand final. Mm-hmm. The halftime entertainment is John Stupid. Williamson. Yeah. Singing True Blue. Yep. Just imagine a hundred thousand supporters singing along with John Williamson, acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Would there be anything more Australian than that? I'm there for a football game, mate, not an Australia Day celebration. Hey, you'd love to sing along. Next to and, you, mate. Uh, and, then, and then what would his next song be? Like the... Uh, rip, rip, wood chip. Rip, rip, wood chip. 
<laughs> and then he's Kevin Bloody Wilson with rooting in the back of the Ute. That was See, just, yeah. I, I can look once again. No doubt the entertainment aspect, but wouldn't it be pre-game entertainment, not halftime? See, pregame just is washed out. out. Yeah, but isn't pregame entertainment going to be in the daylight? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Just do halftime. The grand final sprint. They're going to have to wear those headlights. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or somebody said, get them to do a grand final marathon. Get them to start at two thirty, and yep. then we cheer them home at halftime. What about what about like a Jedi lightsaber thing over the over the crowd? On the on the high ropes at night time, you just have lightsabers oh, and Jedi flying. No, nah, no, nah. This is what you need to think about. This is this is opportunities you're missing out on to really live and geek out. All right, I want you to close your eyes. Okay. All right. It's half time. Mm-hmm. The lights of the MCG switch off. A spotlight mm-hmm. appears, and down from Spider Cam, mm-hmm. Nikki Webster. Singing yep. strawberry kisses. Oh yeah. With a hundred thousand people. That would be good. Strawberry glow lights. Yep. Yep. And that's for and that's yep. for the nineteenth anniversary of the opening ceremony of the two thousand six. Tell you what, if that doesn't if that doesn't get movement in your station, nothing will. Oh, that's good. I'm 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 looking forward to it. Yep, that's just see, this is what I don't know. A hundred thousand people just going you're been missing my strawberry kisses. I think I think that could be a winner. It could mm-hmm. be. Listeners, let us know what you think on the Facebook or Twitter page. Um, I think that wraps it up for today. That wraps it up for season one. I reckon that was nice. It does. Just to get the cobwebs out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So next week, I know that we're going to be coming back with a bit of a preview into round one. And then obviously, we'll be doing our reviews of the weeks after that. Uh, but what we'll be doing is coming with our ladders. Uh, we'll also talk about obviously who's going to be premiers, any surprise packets, any bits of the news. Just briefly, um, Stephen May getting rubbed out for a week. Do you agree? Disagree? Even look, go from the perspective of a football fan. Not he's not going to be playing against our full forward. Yep. Agree? Disagree? Agree. Okay. Well, I'll disagree with you. That follows. That um, follows. That follows the precedence. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. No, it doesn't. If you're Shane Mumford, you can smack a bloke and get a week. You get nothing. That's that's where it is. So I, anyway, it is. How, what do we not, how, do we not, how do we not have Shane Mumford and Jack Watts in our rundown tonight? Oh, <laughs> Jack Watts, shit! Did, so the other thing is, like, you gave we gave you Jack Watts, um, whose uh, our tagline is "Hey, you like your footy?" It's how we like our footy, and he's just <laughs> swinging tits. Um, he he, we got Bailey Fritch for him. What yep. a trade. What a trade. Yep. yep. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for that. Yeah, no um, yep. Keep going. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about it next week. Um, hopefully we'll have some great news to let you know about uh, a potential interview that we've set up. We don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but I had a bit of a chat to the guy today. And uh, if, he t- if, he talk- if, if he talks about football the way he did today in our interview, um, it's definitely going to be one you won't want to miss. So, more information on that coming. But once again, um, look us up on Twitter, uh, at Laceout Podcast, the Facebook page. You can email us at uh, Laceout, uh, laceoutpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you want. Let us know who you want to see. Hey, just give us some overall feedback. More importantly, congratulations, Jamie, on the birth of your 
wonderful son, Hux. Hopefully, uh, mum and son are doing well. Thank um, you very much. But uh, look, it's the, first, it's the first one for 2019. I have to ask the question, Jamie, how do you like your football, mate? I like it lace out. Yeah, me too. Listeners, have a great weekend. And we'll see you next week for our preview of round one of the AFL season 2019. Have a good week. Speak to you soon. See you, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye.